I just wanted to throw in here too a quick thank you to Audio Jungle and Invado Market, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, for allowing me to buy the rights to my music for the intro and outro to my podcast episodes. Hello friends and welcome to my podcast called Busy Buddy. My name is Taylor Overy and I'm currently a student at Shepherd University and this podcast I created for my senior capstone project where each episode I go over different conspiracy theories that are out there. Some theories can be fascinating, some are ridiculous at times, but I personally feel like they are all fun to think about. If you're busy and need a buddy to tell you a story, then you've come to the right place. A healthy reminder, these conspiracy theories are completely speculation. I'm not saying that any of these are true or accusing anyone of anything. It is complete speculation. Alrighty, let's get into today's topic, which will be a part of my celebrity death series. It is the JFK assassination. I'm going to be starting off with the facts in this case, as I usually do. JFK was the 35th president of the United States. He was well-loved because he was young. I think he was the youngest president ever at the age of 43, and that was the age he was when he was elected in. And not only that, but he was good-looking, and most people said that he was very charming and charismatic. On Friday, November 22nd, 1963, in Dallas, Texas, JFK was in a presidential motorcade, and he was in a vehicle with his wife, Jackie, Jack Connolly, who was governor of Texas at the time, and I'm going to refer to him as Connolly since his name was very close to Jackie's. Connolly's wife was also in the same vehicle. Her name was Nellie. At 12.30 p.m., they were passing by the Texas School Book Depository and shots were fired towards the motorcade, and JFK was shot twice. There is a famous video of this event happening. It's an older video, so it's not too graphic, but I'm warning you if you watch it, it's still a little bit graphic. There are multiple videos out there of people analyzing this particular video of the event because there are so many questions surrounding it as well. In six seconds, there were a total of three shots. One of the bullets that hit JFK also hit Connolly. This bullet is actually referred to as the magic bullet because it was able to make a total of seven wounds between two people. That's insane. Apparently, the Secret Service was not following protocol that day because they were farther away from JFK than they should have been. They were in an entirely separate vehicle, I think, and he only had one bodyguard with him. When JFK was shot, though, he was brought to the Parkland Memorial Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. The Secret Service did move his body from the hospital to somewhere else, which is illegal, by the way. The doctors in the hospital actually fought them on this, but they did it anyways because they're the government and they have that power. Lee Harvey Oswald is the man that they found guilty of firing these shots, which Dallas police found Oswald's rifle he used on the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository building. That's the building they were passing whenever this event happened. This means that this guy shot Kennedy from the back because their vehicle had already passed the building. But I want to point out really quick that when I watched the video from my observation, it looks like he has hit from the front and from the side, like the way his body reacts, and it's almost as if the bullets were coming from two different directions and not even coming from behind him, where Oswald would have been positioned at. Not that I'm saying Oswald wasn't involved, it's just a little strange. Oswald was interrogated only a few hours after the shooting. 
This interrogation went on for 12 hours with no lawyer and a lot of notes and transcripts, which were destroyed, by the way, as well as there's no recording of the interrogation. So while they could have been searching for more potential suspects involved, they were doing this with the first person they suspected. Oswald, who they convicted, was in the Marines or a former Marine, and it is a fact that he was the lowest level of a shooter, which I think is an important detail. It just means that he wasn't the best shooter. Apparently, the weapon he used was older, and it took a couple of seconds to reload. When experts tried to recreate the act of shooting multiple rounds, they supposedly could not do it fast enough because the time the actual event happened, there were three shots in six seconds. That's a lot quicker than the time it took experts to reload the gun. At 1.30 a.m. on Saturday, nearly 12 hours after JFK was shot, Oswald was charged with a murder. That following Sunday morning, when Oswald was being escorted out of a room, a man named Jack Ruby shot Oswald and killed him. There is a video of this that you can find as well because I believe they were walking out to speak to the press, so the press caught all of this on camera. That night of Oswald's death, Oswald's fingerprints were detected on the gun that they found on the sixth floor of that building. The car JFK was in when he was shot was refurbished. They refurbished it so quickly that the forensic analysts couldn't get a hold of it to test it or even look at it. Many do think Oswald was either accompanied by someone in executing this or that he was framed. In 2003, there was a poll conducted and 63% of Americans thought that Oswald was either not the only one involved or not involved at all with JFK's death. I like whenever there are polls online getting an overall view or opinion of other people's opinions and it's honestly crazy that over 60% of people don't think that they caught the right person or thought that there was more people that they could have convicted for this. When JFK died, Lyndon B. Johnson did take over the presidency then. And now getting into the theories. Many people think that the assassin was over in the grass area off to the side where there was a large group of people standing to watch the motorcade event. There were acoustic scientists brought in to perform research to pinpoint where the shots came from, and they determined that they came from this grass area. Supposedly, a lot of evidence was tampered with. People say the FBI went to the morgue where Oswald's body was kept and spent a lot of time in there, Maybe putting fingerprints onto the gun? I mean, it's suspicious that they found the fingerprints on the gun after his death. The two men who took x-rays and photographs of JFK's body after he passed have confirmed that the x-rays and photographs within the National Archives and that are on record as his, these people say that they are fakes and they are not the ones that they took. Additionally, there are at least 10 dozen people who were citizens witnessing the crime that gave statements who claimed that their statements or evidence they provided had been altered or tampered with. Getting into the actual theories, theory number one is that Lyndon Johnson, who took over office after this, was said to be desperate to become president and some think he had involvement in JFK's death. But that's about it to that theory. The second theory is that Oswald was accompanied by one or more people to carry out this event. 
Oswald could have been told his role. Oswald might not have been the leader even. He could have been told his role, but then at the end, the people who were in charge or a part of this group twisted it and turned it around entirely on him, making him take the fall for everything. This theory, of course, has multiple speculations as to who this group of additional people could be, such as the government, FBI, or citizens. Again, it's just a theory, though. Theory number three is that the mafia is actually suspected to be responsible. So Robert Kennedy, JFK's brother, who was also assassinated a few years later, was an attorney general at the time and was trying hard to stop the mafia and violence in the country. Many think that the mafia killed JFK instead of Robert, since JFK had more power out of the two of them. It is said that if they killed Robert first, JFK could have cracked down on them harder, so instead they went after JFK first to sort of scare Robert. Which, as a side note, to add on to that, there's an entire separate conspiracy theory on the Kennedy family as a whole. It is called the Kennedy family curse because so many family members have died with mysterious circumstances. I'm currently debating on if one of my episodes should be about this topic because there are quite a few family members who did have mysterious deaths. The fourth theory is called the Umbrella Man Theory, and that is because there is a strange man dressed in all black holding a black umbrella standing near the motorcade, and it was a sunny, clear day the entire day, and he was the only person holding an umbrella. It genuinely looks suspicious, and some people think that he might have had something to do with it. This theory does include that the umbrella was rigged to shoot, like you can pull the trigger where you pop an umbrella. If you Google a picture, literally type in JFK Umbrella Man, (laughs) it will probably pop up, but you can see the photos of him standing there, and there's also a drawing of how this could have worked or how you could have rigged an umbrella to also hold a gun. It's a little confusing looking at the photograph, but you'd have a better idea of this theory if you look at it. Theory number five is that JFK's bodyguard who sat behind him when the car jerked, maybe he was holding a gun and he had it positioned in such a way that it accidentally went off and shot JFK. The last theory is that the government Illuminati or any secret society killed JFK. Pretty shortly before JFK died, he gave a speech on secrecy and about how he's against it and how he wants to expose all truths. He wanted to get rid of the CIA, and he wanted to limit the power of the Federal Reserve. On October 11, 1963, so right before he was assassinated, he signed a National Security Action Memorandum, which this would pull most troops out of Vietnam, which would have stopped the flow of money coming in from the war. And as soon as Lyndon was in office after the event, he signed another memorandum that blocked this from happening. Another reason the government could have had motive is JFK was the second president to issue interest-free money. The first was Abraham Lincoln, which, by the way, side note, there are a lot of similarities and strange coincidences between Lincoln and JFK. You should really look it up if you're interested because it's pretty interesting. I know that was a lot of theories. This one does have more theories surrounding it because there's so many questions and there's so many possibilities as to who could have actually done this or who could have accompanied Oswald in doing this. 
A very recent new theory that has came up too is that there is a new video circulating that possibly the driver of the vehicle turned around and shot JFK. It is a split second in the video, but you clearly see for one frame the driver's hand in the edge of the video. The exact moment turned around, you see his hand, and it's the same exact moment that JFK reacts to a bullet, or he reacts to the bullet right after you see the hand. Like I said, this one's a much newer theory, and there isn't much information on it besides that little clip of the video. I just think there's a lot of sketchiness surrounding this case, and I always give my own personal thoughts and opinions on the theories that I go over. So my closing opinion is that for theory number one, I understand jealousy from Lyndon B. Johnson that he might have had, but I don't think he would have had the power to gather and execute this event. The Umbrella Man theory, I think that's a little far out there because he would have had basically been blindly aiming and it's crazy that two out of the three shots were target hits. Like, they successfully hit JFK and I think it's crazy to hold an umbrella in a sky and just like blindly aim, basically. I also don't think that JFK's bodyguard gun accidentally went off either because once again two of the shots hit him and I just think that he would have been better trained to not have his gun accidentally go off. The ideas that Oswald was accompanied and tricked as well as the mafia theory are completely possible to me like I don't totally rule them out. The one thing I most believe though is that a powerful group killed him because the actions he was taking, I think another part to the theory is that he was also going to expose aliens supposedly and he was making a lot of risky decisions at this time anyways. It makes sense that if a powerful group didn't agree with it or were scared that he wouldn't keep quiet about everything that he had learned, it's possible to me that they could have planned this and orchestrated it and executed it. The recent video of someone's hand in the car is crazy to me because that hasn't circulated before and I think that no matter where the bullets came from, it definitely wasn't just one person with an older slow gun. But as a healthy reminder, these are just conspiracy theories and are completely all speculation. I'm not saying any of these are true or accusing anyone of anything. It's complete speculation. I also include at the end of my episodes a famous serial killer case of the week suggestion for listeners to look into on their own time. This week it is Ted Bundy, also notorious for his good looks and charm, but don't be fooled because this man is absolutely terrible and done terrible things. You will have to look into his case on your own time though for yourself. Once again, my name is Taylor Overy and thank you for listening to Busy Buddy.